two people from the Chicago area are charged in the 41-count indictment accusing former President Donald Trump and his allies of running a criminal enterprise to influence and overturn the 2020 election results in Georgia. To understand more, we are joined now by Chicago Sun-Times reporter Caitlin Washburn. Caitlin, welcome to Reset. Thank you for having me. So... Tons of headlines since this uh, indictment happened very late Monday night. I went to bed. I couldn't <laughs> wait any longer, and I woke up to to all the, the headlines. Um, but remind people, what is happening in Georgia? So Trump and 18 other people uh, were charged in this indictment that accused Trump and those allies of a vast criminal enterprise to overturn his narrow loss in Georgia during the 2020 presidential election. And... You know, as the indictment says in its introduction, Trump and the other defendants refused to accept that he lost and knowingly and willfully joined a conspiracy to unlawfully change the outcome of the election in favor of Trump. And uh, that includes acts of racketeering, which is interesting because that's a charge that's normally used to target organized crime groups such as the mafia. Yeah, we'll get more into that um, in, a, in a few. And this isn't the first time that uh, former President Trump has been charged besides the racketeering charges was there anything else that stood out to you about these indictments yeah um especially related to the two folks from chicago who were charged um with uh, their efforts to target and intimidate and and uh, repeatedly harass an election worker um that they were accusing of election fraud even though that was a completely false claim so yeah let's just jump right into those two people who are they yeah, so um, those two people are Trevion Coody and Stephen Lee. Uh, Coody is a publicist from Chicago. She's worked with R. Kelly and uh, Kanye West. Um, she's also recently worked as a cannabis lobbyist here in Illinois. And then Lee is a 70-year-old Lutheran minister um, who's also a pastor at Living Word Lutheran Church in Orland Park. And he lives he lives in Montgomery. So let's talk about what they are accused of of doing. Um, Stephen Lee, this pastor, or like how, <laughs> what are you doing in Orland Park <laughs> related to a Georgia election? Right. Yeah, that's still that's still a big question. Um, but he showed up in December of 2020, and I believe again in January 2021, um, to the home of Ruby Freeman, who was the previously mentioned election worker out of Fulton County. And um, he showed up at her house a few times trying to get her, uh, claiming that he was offering help, um, but when in fact he was trying to intimidate her into admitting that she uh, stuffed ballot boxes while she was helping certify the or count uh, ballots um, on election night. And Cootie essentially did the same thing. These two people are, are a part of a are the central players in the effort to target this election worker. And uh, Cootie also in January showed up at this woman's house and also spoke with her at a, at a police department and claimed, claimed again to be offering help and then later told her that she was in danger if she didn't comply with them. Is Stephen Lee a big player in Illinois GOP politics? Is he close to Trump? Like what, what do we know about his relationship? We don't know much. He's been one of these. I mean, his name popping up is um, quite interesting because he's he's not been well known. He uh, he's previously um, endorsed 
Republican candidates here in in Illinois, and he's also um, done work as a what he calls a police chaplain, sh- chaplain showing up at um, different crisis zones and assisting first responders. But he uh, and he made claims that he wasn't a, a part of the Trump administration in some way. But and this is from a Reuters article. But he uh, there's there was no proof that of what he did for the administration. But um, he he's that's what's really interesting is he's not um, particularly well known. So Cootie and Lee were um, targeting <laughs> Ruby Freeman, this poll worker. Tell us more about who she is and why she, out of all the poll workers, would be someone targeted. So she originally, um, there was footage of her that was taken from the uh, State Farm Arena in Atlanta where she was helping count ballots. And uh, she was accused, baselessly accused, of bringing in suitcases that turned out to just be ballot official ballot containers and stuffing mail-in votes into uh, the official counting system. And so that she became this fixation and, and Trump even named her later in a uh, in a phone call with a Georgia state official and uh, Rudy Giuliani also uh, mentioned her by name. And so she by the time uh, Cootie and Lee show up on the scene, she'd already received threats from Trump supporters uh, claiming that she had stuffed these ballots. So let's talk about the RICO Act. These two are accused within those indictments. Why is it curious that the district attorney would use racketeering charges? Um, it's definitely interesting because this is a what what she is accusing them of is a criminal enterprise uh, to overthrow the election in Georgia or to change the results, and so um, meaning that this was a coordinated effort between you know th- these all of these people, these nineteen people, to to commit this crime. This is Reset. I'm Natalie Moore. In for Sasha Ann Simons, President Donald Trump and his allies, including two people from the Chicago area, are charged in Georgia with running a criminal enterprise to overturn the 2020 election results there. We are here with Chicago Sun-Times reporter Caitlin Washburn discussing the latest. Um, So I was able to do some reporting on this as well and correspond with Travian Kuti in a story that's now live on WBEZ.org. When I heard her name... (laughs) Uh, mentioned in the indictment and as someone who had been a publicist for R. Kelly and Kanye West, I immediately found her on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And there she labels herself as an equal opportunity capitalist and, quote, media manipulator. Were you able to learn anything else about her? You know, not much more beyond that as well. Um, I did learn that she has, um, this sometimes has previously reported about her efforts as a lobbyist for the state cannabis industry. Um, you know, I learned that her role in this had also previously been reported on, um, She that she had showed up to Ru- Ruby Friedman's house. So she was she was at least a name that was known as a part of this this Georgia scheme. But outside of outside of what you listed, I didn't I didn't learn much more. Um, She gave me, she texted me a statement, and I'll uh, read it. Working with Ye and Mr. Kelly truly made me understand the amount of false accusations that can be given to strong people such as Trump. I am no politician and have no interest in being one. I would like to quote Ye, one of my favorite people I have worked with. 
the media is trying to crucify me like Christ. She maintains that she is simply a crisis manager, but as you mentioned, she's been a fixture locally with cannabis. Um, she's been, I've never seen her out, but you know, on her socials, she's out and about and a, uh, I would say a, a very loyal Trump fan um, just recently as last week, she floated that she should be his press secretary if he wins again. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. Um, you tried to contact, so going back to Stephen Lee, uh, you tried to contact him for a response and you heard from community members. What did people say about him? So that was my colleague, David Struett, who spoke with Double folks. byline. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, what he had heard was, was not much that, you know, this was this was a bit of a surprise for folks. I think, you know, I had tried to contact some of the folks with the church that he works with as well and broke the news to a couple of them and they hadn't heard it yet. But um, and David out in the community uh, spoke with a neighbor who was also surprised uh, by by Lee's role in this or and by the indictment and but other than that we have not we've not heard from him he has not responded to multiple requests for comment or David knocking on his door yesterday um I was able to briefly chat with his attorney um David uh Shistokas um who uh, is also an interesting person. He ran for the Republican nomination for Illinois Attorney General last year, and he also served on Trump's legal team in Pennsylvania, attempting to make false claims about illegal voting there. Um, but aside from that, we've not we've not heard much from him at this point. And did you all learn that Lee has been investigated in Fulton County, Georgia? Previously, So, yes, he successfully fought off a subpoena from the Georgia grand jury um, who called on him to testify in this investigation. And he he was able to successfully uh, not do that. But now he has this indictment. Now he has this indictment. And Lee and Cootie have to show up by, is it the, the 25th of August? By the 25th, they have to voluntarily turn themselves over and get booked and arraigned. I did ask Cootie if she had an attorney and she didn't respond to that. Mm -hmm. um, it, it just got me thinking there. This is the fourth indictment for former President Trump. This has 19, well, 18 other people. The legal fees, I wonder, you know, Trump is raising money. Is he going to pay the legal fees for all of these co-defendants that he has, I that's that's something that I'm very curious about. How will this loyalty continue um, in the in the face of these indictments and if there's no money? Absolutely. And, you know, if there are other charges that come up as well going forward, what will you be watching for next? You know, I'll be curious to see when when they do show up in Georgia and when um, Lee in particular, if he ever has anything to say, uh, you know, his lawyer made it seem like this is something that they'll definitely be fighting. But um, I'll I'll be curious to see what what they're both between the two of them, what their case is. I mean, we know from we know from Cootie that she, you know, calls this a she doesn't this is an accusation that she doesn't agree with. So. It'll be interesting to see what their defense is going forward. And I, do you know how big Stephen Lee's church is? Do you know anything about his church? 
You know, not much. It seems like a pretty small suburban congregation. Um, it's not clear how long he's been there, at least at least as of 2021, he's been serving as a minister. And just this last Sunday, he gave the he gave the Sunday service. So he's a, still very much so a regular minister at this church. Do we know if he has another occupation? Um, no, he has previously worked as a, he was in the U.S. Navy as well as out in California. He served, um, I believe, with the Sheriff's Department out in Mendocino County. We've been talking to Caitlin Washburn of the Chicago Sun-Times.